You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Scooter startups are ditching gig workers for real employees by Arian Marshall. In the earliest days of the new scooter sharing wave, when a company called Bird, run by Uber veterans, showed up in Southern California, working in the industry felt a bit like stumbling into the OK Corral. High school students scrapped for the chance to charge or fix scooters for between $10 and $20 a pop. Mechanics broke handlebars and wheels so they would be paid to patch them up. Chargers hid scooters in their garages until their owners ratcheted up the bounties awarded to catch the strays, then cashed in. Now the startup Spin is taking a different approach to scooter operations, at least in Los Angeles. Instead of contract workers, it's hiring employees to collect, charge, fix, and redeploy its scooters every day. Those who work more than 30 hours a week are entitled to full benefits, paid time off, health and dental insurance, and commuter benefits. They'll get a W-2 form come tax season. If the experiment works in L.A., where the company has hired 45 people so far, Spin says it expects to hire more workers in other markets as well. It now operates in 12 cities and on 8 college campuses in the U.S. In November, Ford acquired the company for a reported $100 million. Spin is not the only one moving away from the gig economy. Bird is transitioning from using contractors to hiring salaried workers to fix its scooters in several cities, including San Diego, Dallas, and Austin. Bird watchers who help repark scooters on the street and manage the large scoot fleet are W 2 employees. Lime hires mechanics as W 2 workers, while its juicers, who collect, charge, and then deploy scooters daily, are 1099 employees, paid per scooter. Such evolution shouldn't be surprising in an exploded and crowded market. Bird, Lime, Spin, Skip, Lyft, Uber, Wind, Bolt. Hurl a four-letter word, and you'll probably hit a scooter startup. As they compete for riders, they're hunting for any possible edge in hardware and software, city relationships, and labor models. ScooterShare is a new business, and not yet a profitable one. This shift is a sign that the companies are still working out the kinks. Looking at this market, there has been a tendency for some companies to make it seem like everything is figured out, that the model works perfectly, that the 
charger model, just like the Uber driver model, is the way forward and that's just the way it is, says Ben Baer, SPIN's chief business officer. Operations, he says, are at the heart of what SPIN does, so it makes sense that the startup is playing with employment strategies while it seeks to expand and catch up with bigger rivals like Bird and Lime. Bear is still not sure Spin's new employment strategy will scale. It's working well with 1,000 scooters, but up to 10,500? It's going to be interesting whether that can hold up, he says. If not, the company could go back to the contract worker model. Some people who work as scooter chargers say they enjoy the opportunity to pick up extra cash in their spare time and don't want a more permanent scooter job. Spin also seems to think it can get better work from people who are actually on staff. It's not the first startup to make the shift from contract to employment. Home care company Honor, delivery company Ship, and parking startup Lux Valet also switched from independent contractors to employees in the past five years. Change, though, doesn't guarantee success. Ship and Lux no longer exist. Companies, whether they're in the grocery delivery space or the package delivery space or the scooter space, started out thinking they would rely heavily on 1099 workers, says Patrick Collerman, who directs research at the Bay Area Council Economic Institute and has studied gig economy labor. Then they realized that, to increase reliability, quality, customer service, certain parts of the model needed to be changed. Of course, that comes at a cost. Up to 30% more in payroll expense, no small line item for companies fighting to become profitable. Another factor is safety. Consumer reports found that more than 1,500 people have been injured in scooter crashes since late 2017, and riders have complained of shoddily repaired brakes and handlebars, and scoots that just won't start. Spin believes it can better control the quality of scoots on the street if it requires mechanics in its LA warehouse to follow a list of safety checks every night. Presumably, so do Lime and Bird, which now both have in-house mechanics. In L.A., Spin Scooter Electronics Technician Richard Wagner begins his shift at 11 or 11.30 in the morning and leaves at 8 or 8.30 at night. He's been working at the company for only a few weeks, but says he's enjoying it. The dental, vision, and health insurance certainly do not hurt. I'm a technical person. I love to troubleshoot. I love to solve problems, he says. Scooter companies are hoping there are plenty more people like him in every city. Hope you enjoyed this spoken edition of Wired News. And if you'd like more, search for Wired Science and Wired Business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.